Cartographies of Silence by Adrian Rich. One, a conversation begins with a lie, and each speaker of the so-called common language feels the ice flow split, the drift apart, as if powerless, as if up against a force of nature. A poem can begin with a lie and be torn up. A conversation has other laws, recharges itself with its own false energy, cannot be torn up, infiltrates our blood, repeats itself, inscribes with its unreturning stylus the isolation it denies. Two. The classical music station playing hour upon hour in the apartment. The picking up and picking up and again picking up the telephone. The syllables uttering the old script over and over. The loneliness of the liar living in the formal network of the lie. Twisting the dials to drown the terror beneath the unsaid word. Three. The technology of silence, the rituals, the etiquette, the blurring of terms, silence not absence of words or music or even raw sounds. Silence can be a plan rigorously executed, the blueprint to a life. It is a presence, it has a history, a form. Do not confuse it with any kind of absence. Four, how calm how inoffensive these words begin to seem to me. Though begun in grief and anger, can I break through this film of the abstract without wounding myself or you? There is enough pain here. This is why the classical or the jazz music station plays, to give a ground of meaning to our pain. Five, the silence that strips bare in Dreyer's Passion of Joan Falconetti's face, hair shorn, a great geography, mutely surveyed by the camera. If there were a poetry where this could happen, not as blank spaces or as words, stretched like skin over meanings, but as silence falls at the end of a night through which two people have talked till dawn. Six. The scream of an illegitimate voice. It has ceased to hear itself. Therefore, it asks itself, how do I exist? This was the silence I wanted to break in you. I had questions, but you would not answer. I had answers, but you could not use them. This is useless to you and perhaps to others. Seven. It was an old theme, even for me. Language cannot do everything. Chalk it on the walls where the dead poets lie in their mausoleums. If at the will of the poet, the poem could turn into a thing, a granite flank laid bare, a lifted head alight with dew. If it could simply look you in the face with naked eyeballs, not letting you turn till you and I who long to make this thing were finally clarified together in its stare. Eight. No. Let me have this dust, these pale clouds dourly lingering, these words. 
moving with ferocious accuracy like the blind child's fingers, or the newborn infant's mouth violent with hunger. No one can give me. I have long ago taken this method, whether of bran pouring from the loose-woven sack or of the Bunsen flame turned low and blue. If from time to time I envy the pure enunciations to the eye, the visio beatifica, if from time to time I long to turn, like the Eleusinian hierophant, holding up a simple ear of grain, for the return to the concrete and everlasting world, what in fact I keep choosing, are these words, these whispers, these conversations from which time after time, the truth breaks moist and green. <laughs>